This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you over evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your
Thank you, Debbie and Jim, for the songs. We welcome you to this worship service, good neighbors. You are listening to a Neighbors United in Christ Parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tague, the bridge minister serving here for the next few months. Again, we thank Debbie Tag and Jim Haugerud for our, our musicians. Thanks to Jim, uh, who will be also reading the children's lessons uh, or to the children's message for us. And thanks to our recording engineer, Isaac Christensen, for keeping us on track and putting this recording together. And many thanks to each of you who are listening today. You can listen to each weekly service live at 8 a.m. on WPCA Radio at 93.1 FM or live on their website at wpcaradio.org each Sunday morning. You can also listen anytime through our podcast, available on your smartphone via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website, which is nuicparish.org. I encourage you to subscribe and listen to our services whenever you get the chance and to our new services, which download each Sunday morning. If you'd like to sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, or through our website, which again is nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Michelle Eckert. We want to thank, again, WPCA Radio for this broadcast, and we depend on the generosity of listeners like you to keep this broadcast going. Again, the Lenten services will continue at Little Falls Lutheran during the month of April. Jesus said that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Even though we aren't all together in a church today, we are gathered in Jesus' name, and he is present with each of us, whoever we might be today, or wherever. His presence with us is a gift we celebrate and proclaim as we worship together today. We are in the season of Lent, and as you participate in our worship service today, you may want to have a cloth to lie before you, a candle, a cross, and a Bible to follow along with our Bible readings for today. We continue our worship asking God to bless our time together in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me and listen as I read the Confession of Sins. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you. Uphold us by your Spirit, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And hear then God's promises of absolution. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin, and made us alive together with Christ. 
By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Again, we want to ask Jim and Debbie to sing our gathering songs. It's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of prayer Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of prayer Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of prayer It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of prayer Preaching not the deacon, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not the preacher, not the deacon, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my neighbor, not a stranger, but it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer Not my neighbor, not my stranger, but it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of prayer It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of prayer It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord Standing in the need of All that thou sendest me in 
Then with my waking thoughts, bright with thy praise, out of my stony grace, Bethel I'll So Thanks, Debbie and Jim, for your songs again. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Please join your hearts with mine as we pray the prayer of the day. Again, Lord, we thank you that you have given us life. And at this spring day, we can again celebrate it, share it, and know that it is totally a gift from you. Keep our hearts and our minds close to you. May your words speak to our hearts and to our minds so that our mouths can speak truth and give life, giving messages to those that go around us. It is good to be yours, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. I'm going to read the uh, text today from Psalm 30 uh, is the psalm for the day. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast drawn me up. Thou hast not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to thee for help, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from Sheol, restored me to life from among those gone down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said to my, in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By thy favor, O Lord, thou hast established me as a strong mountain. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was dismayed. To thee, O Lord, I cried, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise thee? Will it tell of thy faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be gracious to me. O Lord, be thou my helper. 
Thou hast turned my, for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast loosed my sackcloth and girded me with gladness, that my soul may praise thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to thee forever. The New Testament reading is found in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 17 and onward. Or 12 John. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one Spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the organs in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single organ, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body which seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those parts in the body which we think are less honorable, we invest with the greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with great modesty, which, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed, composed the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior part, that there may be no discord in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. And the gospel lesson is found in John, the 15th chapter, verses 7 through 11, 9 through 11. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you, abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, now I'll ask Jim to share the children's message. Good morning, young neighbors. Hey, have you guys been spending a lot of time outside these last few weeks? I hear that the robins are back, as many other birds. They all seem to know what's coming. Spring. Have you guys ever tried to put together a model or anything complicated and uh, you didn't have the instructions? How did that go? You got all these parts and there's a proper order, but how do you know which way they go? Where do you start? What if I do things in the wrong order? What do you think it'll end up looking like? The picture on the box or probably something totally different. 
Maybe I should have asked somebody with experience to help me. You know, it's the same thing with our faith in God and Jesus. Our faith is constructed over a lifetime. There are many, many parts, and we won't understand some of them until we get older or someone helps us figure it out. But when we're young, who can we ask to help us? Well, how about our family, our parents, Sunday school teachers, pastors, or friends who have faith? As we grow older, we're going to start to understand more about how the world works. We have to decide what is true and what is not true. Well, how do we keep this all straight? This goes back to the instructions we talked about at the beginning. Well, where do we get our instructions as Christians? How about the Bible? However, just reading it is not enough. Having faith and trust in what we read in the Bible is even more important. God and Jesus, they can tell if we've opened up our heart and our mind and listened to them. Once they know we trust them, we don't just read the Bible and listen to the stories in Sunday school. We start to truly understand what the meaning of the stories are and can apply them to our life. And most important, we can share that with others. There are many people who have read the Bible, but you know they don't understand it. God wants us to find those people and help them understand what is written and how it can change their life. You know, you don't have to be super smart to help others. God and Jesus will give you the words when the time comes. So let's uh, go back and see what we've talked about. First, it's hard to put something together that's complicated without the instructions. But the Bible is our instructions for life. It gives us knowledge to live our life better. We don't have to chase just what the world thinks is important. Second, the more we read the Bible and learn from others that have faith, our trust in God and Jesus grows. This allows us to rise above the troubles of the world and understand that there's a lot more to life. And third, we should help others who may read the Bible but don't get it, or help those who are confused about our faith in God and Jesus. God and Jesus will help you and simply have faith and trust them. So let's bow our heads and fold our hands for a short prayer. Dear God and Jesus, thank you for providing your instruction book, the Bible, to help us with our faith and trust in you. Give us the desire to keep growing our faith over our lifetime. Please give us the opportunity to share our faith with others who don't know you yet. In your names we pray, amen. Have a great week, kids, and uh, start watching for more green things to start growing. I hope it isn't too far down the line. There is a name I love to hear, I love to sing its words. It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how 
It tells of one whose loving heart can feel my deepest woe. Each sorrow bears a part that none can bear below. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Well, I have to admit, uh, this is kind of a daunting task these days. Uh, I so enjoyed Pastor Wilcox, and I've enjoyed the broadcasts, even when uh, earlier when Laurie was doing them, Pastor Laurie. And it's really a privilege to be with you on the air. But it's also a humbling task. Uh, I, I think back to a pastor in La Crosse, sitting somewhere, uh, they put on the pulpit so that he would see it. the first thing when he got into the pulpit to preach. It was a message from the congregation that we would see Jesus. It was a reminder that in our preaching and everything that we do, we want to help people see Jesus as clearly as we can. So my sincere desire as we share the next few months that I would remember that, we, that you want to see Jesus. And that's who I want to share. I'm going to share a couple stories again. Uh, one was a personal one. Back in 1971, I was on a crossfire team that went to Africa. We spent four and a half months in Ethiopia and seven months in Africa. And during that time, we got a chance to talk to a lot of students. And uh, sometimes we needed an interpreter to work with us. But one night we had a young man who sat and talked. He was of the Muslim faith. And we talked back and forth about the pros and cons of Christianity and of Islam. He ended the conversation with a comment I have never forgotten. He said, I will not believe you Christians as long as you are divided. Lutherans will come and set up a, a mission station on one side of the river and on the other side of the river will be a Baptist mission and down the river or some other place will be a Catholic mission. In Islam, we believe that Allah is one and we are one. That was an indictment on the church. It's one that we need to heed. We know that Islam has many factions and, and stuff, but we also know we can't point fingers because we also have that. There's a couple churches that I go by on my way down to Modena of different faiths or denominations. And I finally gotten to the point where I realized I need to pray for that Baptist church, that Methodist church, that Catholic church. That is part of the family I belong to and you belong to. Instead of hoping that maybe they'll fall apart so we can get more members so we can survive. That's not what the church is about. 
we need to encourage each other in our differences, to argue passionately, but then to pray together that we would be one. The second story comes from Stories from the Heart, and it is uh, written by Howard Hendricks. And it speaks to some issues that I think we need to hold on to as again as a church, as we remember to encourage each other, but also as we have uh, uh, issues going on with school boards all over the country and even here in Amory, where we need to understand how important it is the job our teachers do and to help encourage them to do that job. He was in the fifth grade. I was bearing all the fruit of a kid who has felt insecure, unloved, and pretty angry at life. In other words, I was tearing the place apart. However, my teacher, Miss Simon, apparently thought that I was blind to this problem because she regularly reminded me, Howard, you are the worst behaved child in this school. So tell me something I don't already know, I thought to myself, as I proceeded to live up or down to her opinion of me. Needless to say, the fifth grade was probably the worst year of my life. Finally, I graduated for obvious reasons, but I left with Simon, Miss Simon's words ringing in my ears, Howard, you are the worst behaved child in the school. You can imagine what my expectations were upon entering the sixth grade. The first day of class, my teacher, Miss Noel, went down the roll call and it wasn't long before she came to my name. Howard Hendricks, she called out, glancing from her list to where I was sitting with my arms folded, just waiting to get into action. She looked me over for a moment and then said, I've heard a lot about you. Then she smiled and added, but I don't believe a word of it. I tell you, that moment was a fundamental turning point not only in my education, but in my life. Suddenly, unexpectedly, someone believed in me. For the first time in my life, someone saw potential in me. Miss Noel put me on special assignments. She gave me little jobs to do. She invited me to come in after school to work on my reading and arithmetic. She challenged me with high standards. I had a hard time letting her down. In fact, one time I got so involved in one of my homework assignments that I stayed up until 1.30 in the morning working on it. Eventually, my father came down the hall and said, What's the matter, son? Are you sick? No, I'm doing my homework, I replied. He kind of blinked and rubbed his eyes, not quite sure whether he was awake. He'd never heard me say anything like that before. What made the difference between fifth and sixth? The fact that someone was willing to give me a chance. Someone was willing to believe in me while challenged me with higher expectations. That was risky because there was no guarantee I would honor Miss Noel's trust. Everyone likes the end product of mentoring, especially when it yields a peak performer, the star athlete, the successful businessman, and the brilliant lawyer, the impressive communicator. But how many of us want to deal with a person at the front end of the process? In the church, how well do we deal with each other? What are our expectations? And how do we let other people know our expectations? Is it in the form of complaint 
or is it in the form of encouragement? There's a difference when we say to people, I appreciate what you did, because it's talking that we appreciate them for some job that they accomplished. Gratitude says, I am thankful for who you are. I'm just glad you're here. We in the church need to pick up that theme of God's unlimited love and grace for everybody and that we welcome them with open arms and we say we believe in you the way God loves you and cares about you. We have way too many folks that are willing to argue over small points and not get to the main issue of who we are together in Christ. We need to have that love that calls us together. The three congregations here of Little Falls, Deronda, and Trinity are all very different congregations, and yet we are one parish. We still have our arguments and we'll probably have discussions and disagreements over many things in the future, but we dare not, dare not, Forget that we are here because Christ has called us together. He believes in us. He wants to have us accomplish his mission on this earth. We are to pray, to work together, to love each other, to be glad for each other, and even celebrate each other's victories. So many times we end up fighting over issues that aren't really that important. But what a God it is that keeps calling us in our differences to be one body. Another story comes from Stu Weber, and it's from his book, Locking Arms. He writes back on the day when he said, we'd been running every day, but this was something else. We'd been sweating from the time we rolled out of the rack before daybreak, but now moisture drained from every part of our pore of our bodies. Sure, this was the physical training stage of U.S. Army Ranger School, and we expected exertion, even exhaustion. But this was no morning PT rah-rah running t-shirts. We ran in full field uniform. As usual, the word was, you go out together, you stick together, you work as a unit, and you come in together. And if you don't come in together, don't bother to come in. Somewhere along the way, through a fog of pain, thirst, and fatigue, my brain registered something strange about our formation. Two rows ahead of me, I noticed one of the guys was out of sync. A big, raw-boned, redhead named Sanderson. His legs were pumping, but he was out of step with the rest of us. Then his head began to lull from side to side. This guy was struggling, close to losing it. Without missing a step, the ranger on Sanderson's right reached over and took the distressed man's rifle. Now one of the rangers was packing two weapons, his own and Sanderson's. The big redhead did better for a time, but then while the platoon kept moving, his jaw began to slack. His eyes glazed and his legs pushed like pistons. Soon his head began to sway back and forth. This time, the ranger on the left reached over, removed Sanderson's helmet, tucked it under his arm, and continued to run. All systems go. Our boots thudded along the dirt trail in heavy unison. Trump, trump, trump. Sanderson was hurting, really hurting. He was buckling, going down, but no. 
Two soldiers behind him lifted the pack off his back, each taking a shoulder strap of his free hand. Sanderson gathered his remaining strength, squared his shoulders, and the platoon continued to run all the way to the finish line. We left together. We returned together. And all of us were stronger for it. Together is better. I believe that's a lesson for us in the church to hear those words that we started together by God's grace. We work together and we will finish together. We are taking this Lenten time to remember a God who came, went all the way for us to bring us together and he intends to bring us to the line of completion together. With all our differences, with all our frailties, with all of our misunderstandings, God's love and God's grace is stronger. We would do well to listen to Jesus as he talks about his joy will be full in us as we listen and as we experience his love in our lives. May this Lenten be a time for maybe yeah, exertion, maybe exhaustion, maybe frustration, maybe hurt, maybe disappointment. But Easter is a coming. And in Easter we have the resurrection of our Lord who went to the finish line and now intends to bring us to that finish line in resurrection, hope, and life. Amen. Blessed be the tie that binds Our hearts in Christian love The fellowship of kindred minds Is like to thine above Before our Father's throne We pour our ardent prayers And fears, our hopes, our aims are one Our comforts and our cares We share our mutual We continue as we confess our faith together using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, 
On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We will continue with the prayers of intercession with Jim and Debbie. for the church, the world, and all in need. Lord, you have truly shown what it means to offer ourselves for the sake of another. Strip us of our pretension, hesitation, and resistance to following your example. Servant leader, hear our prayer. You have always protected the vulnerable and stood for the voiceless. May we follow your law in a right spirit, so that all may justly benefit from your blessings, and no one presume themselves to be better than another. Servant leader, hear our prayer. During this contemplative season, we ponder how much you gave up on our behalf. Sometimes we are moved, awed, or shocked by what you were willing to do for those whom you love. Keep our eyes on you throughout these 40 days and uplift us when the journey becomes difficult. Servant leader, hear our prayer. We turn to you still in our lowest moments, in times of need, and when we long to be made whole. Pour out the full measure of your healing upon each of us, and especially upon Becky Anderson, Arlene Johnson, Craig Olson, Jack Alton, Jeanette Helling, Jean Hoisington, Geneva Phelps, Rachel and Derek Helling, Kelsey Zamuda, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Christina Burgett, Helen Erickson, Gary Fredrickson, Randy Goglin, Rachel Seacrest, Julie Dubois, Jim Wade, and Scott Morgan. And we especially remember the family of Fuddy Wygang. Servant leader, hear our prayer. The life of a saint is a life of humility. May our path follow those who have gone before us to serve you truly and faithfully. Servant leader, hear our prayer. Lord, we accept our prayers for all that we do not yet understand and hold us in your steadfast love whenever we stumble. Hear us for the sake of Jesus, our servant and Lord. Amen.
And now one of the more beautiful parts of the service that we kind of miss by not being together, but as you, uh, whether you're by yourself or some others, we'd ask you to share the peace. In other words, a blessing and that the peace of Christ would be with you always. You can bless yourself or someone worshiping with you using the Trinity formula. Be blessed or I am blessed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The offering, as people of faith, we are called to combine, uh, continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, to the synod or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and to serve our neighbors in need. We'll now continue with the offering song. My God and I go in the fields together. We walk and talk as good friends should and do. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I walk through the meadows here. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I walk through the He tells me of the years that went before me When heavenly plans were made for me to be When all was but a dream of dim conception To come to life with verdant glory see When all was but a dream of dim conception to come to life, first verdant glory see. My God and I will go for a together. We'll walk and talk as just as good friends do. This earth will pass and with it come and trifles. But God and I will go unendingly. This earth will pass. And with the common trifles, both God and I will go unendingly. We continue with our offering prayer. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us and what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We'll continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now receive the benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you a favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord, and thanks be to God. Lord Jesus, I long to be perfectly whole. I want thee forever to live in my soul. Break down every idol, cast out every foe. Now wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Whiter than snow, yes, whiter than snow. Now wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Lord Jesus, look down from thy throne in the skies and help me to make a complete sacrifice. I give up myself and Beneath his wings.
listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. For all the way,